Welcome to the Moose Lodge, where the wheels are always spinning. I'm your host, Chris Feria. And this is Season 1, Episode 10, where we will discuss my philosophy on living alive with cerebral palsy. Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. You know, this episode, like I said, is going to be about my philosophy, living a life with cerebral palsy. It was suggested to me by a good friend of mine, Steve Trotter, a good family friend, that I discuss my feelings about living life with a disability and what drives me. That's why I wanted to do the episode of what is CP or what is cerebral palsy yesterday because I didn't want to bore you with that information plus my own philosophies about it. I wanted to break it down into kind of two episodes where you have the background information on the disability first to get a better understanding of today's episode, which is my philosophy of living a life with cerebral palsy. Okay, so as I said earlier, and many of you will see this in my emails, that my life quote or life motto is to use my disability or my life purpose is to use my disability as my greatest ability you know an easier way for me to break that down into layman's terms is that i don't view my disability as a crutch i view it as my wrench so in other words i view it as a tool a mechanism that i can use to express myself and get to where i want to go in this podcast is an example of that, how I can kind of spread the message of positivity and facing challenges, because that's kind of what motivates me or drives me the most. It's not really to be the center of attention, but it is to get out there and face new challenges. I think that's why I like sports so much, because sports um, is driven by competition, which I also enjoy but it's also the idea that sports creates new challenges every game and every sport is different and every game presents a new set of challenges and is always uh, driven by the unknown so I think that's what I like about it we don't know who's gonna win and who's gonna lose you have to earn your right towards a certain status in sports as well which I also find unique um, in, uh, you know, we watch TV, regular TV, and sometimes if we've seen enough of a certain show, we can kind of tell the outcome based on the tactics of the characters. And in, But in sports, we really can't do that because each game presents and each athlete presents a different set of skills and abilities. So, getting off for a second, back to myself. Um, you know, I think I would feel differently, obviously, from listening to me. You guys know that I have a positive outlook on my life through the disability, but I think I would feel differently if I had been injured that caused my disability, or if I had been, you know 
put in this uh, situation where I had a disability that was degenerative that would eventually um, lead to death over time. And that's not to talk about those individuals poorly who are in that situation. I know plenty of people that address that situation in in a positive light, and I'm very happy for them. In fact, they're some of my closest friends, but I'm very, very thankful that my disability wasn't caused by injury. I'm very thankful that my disability isn't degenerative or genetic where it's caused by my own family because I think that would cause some issues among my loved ones. You know, maybe some gripe there. But, and I'm also um, happy that, you know, it won't hurt me over time. My disability doesn't get worse with age or anything like that. But what I do think is that, my point is this, I don't know any different other than my disability, other than living life with CP and being in the chair every day. I don't know any different. So, I've lived 32 years like this, and I'm often asked if I would change it. And the answer is no, because exactly that. I'm blessed to have 32 years and more on life with a disability where I've been presented with challenges that I've overcome and I've done some very, very unique things that I can say I've done because of my disability and I wouldn't get to do them otherwise. Um, For instance, I left the country because of my disability at least once. I went to Canada for a soccer tournament and a power soccer tournament. And I wouldn't have been able to do that had I been able-bodied. I never would have found power soccer, much less been able to leave the country. Um, I've gone adaptive skiing, which I wouldn't have been able to do. I probably wouldn't have been uh, a real sports junkie if I wasn't um, disabled, because I really do think that. Another side to me is I like the country very much. I really care about the country politics, which I try not to get on too much in the podcast, but I really feel, as much as my parents don't want to hear this, that I probably would have gone into the military had I been able to, and who knows what would have happened with different wars like the Iraq War. So, in a sense, I'm, I'm thankful for that, because I know my personality and I want to help everyone, and that's something I definitely would have done had I had the chance. Um, not to say I, I, I regret it or that I want that chance now because I understand I can't. But I am saying that the worst could have happened. So that's what I'm thankful for. Now, the other side to that is that I really feel as if my disability has allowed me to have a message that is, of using my disability as a great ability. So that plays along to other people that are younger. That's why I started this podcast, and that's why I also coach power soccer, because I want to be that person who um, has a message of positivity to spread. Many people would say that I like the spotlight, I like to be the center of attention. I really don't like like it a lot as much as people may not believe that Uh, but I I do think that I have an obligation to stay positive within the world and try to uh, 
um, think of everything in a, in a good way and not a bad way. And that's why I say things like keep the wheel spinning because no matter what's going on around us, the world's going to keep going. So life's too short to focus on the small things. I like to think of the big picture in a sense and be able to focus on, you know, how the world is going to respond to uh, me and my... Uh, actions so again I, I think that you know um, I, I, I'm blessed to have this but what what drives me is just knowing every day that I'm going to be okay so now I always look towards the next challenge right if we look at myself I got a AA which is an associate of arts in school right then I went and got a BA, and then I didn't stop. I went and got a master's. That wasn't just to do it. That was to um, prove it to myself and prove it to others that I could do it. That was to also take up my time, right? Because as a person with a disability, we need things to fill our time with because there are certain things that our able-bodied peers can do that we just can't do. Like, for instance, getting a job with a disability is a lot harder. Um, so, you know, I needed a lot of things at the time to fill my time because when I got my bachelor's, I didn't have a job right away. And my AA either. I was just working part-time as a high school football coach when I was in community college. So I kept using education as an avenue to fill my time more than anything else. We look at what I do with power soccer is I got to a point where playing wasn't enough. I had to start coaching to fill more of my time, right? That's not just because I like the sport so much, but because when I was working, I had to find my own niche within the game and within work to fill my time, right? And I get a lot of rewards out of it now. And not only did I stop at coaching, but I also pursued a board position that I talked about earlier. So everything I do, I think of what's the next thing I can do in this realm to better myself. But if that realm has expanded to its end, then I think of a new realm to, um, to explore. So for instance, with this podcast, COVID-19 had slowed Uh, my productivity down and a lot of people's productivity so that's why I decided to start this podcast but it's going to expand beyond COVID-19 I'm enjoying it very much so um, COVID-19 was the motivation for this podcast that's why it was talked about in episode 1 even though I I said in episode 2 that that wasn't really the right approach I felt and so I discuss more of my own life. So you look at what I do for work now, and PRNS, I decided that wasn't enough. As a recreational leader, I wasn't doing enough. So I went around and got another job doing retail, which is something I never thought I would do given the physical capabilities. But I found a niche there because it's within sports and it's with people I like working with and greeting people is a lot of fun because I see a lot of people every time I go in there, which leads me to hear their story and share mine as well a little bit 
each person, and I got more hours as uh, time progressed and supervisors changed, and especially with the 49ers going to the Super Bowl this last year, so I never stopped trying to grow, and that's one thing I try to pursue as an individual with a disability too, is how can I grow, and I want to show that I'm growing, right? I want the world to know that I'm out there. So I had somebody tell me once that a big difference between a person with a disability and a common sense, a lot of people think they sit at home and play video games all day, but and some do, some don't. But a big thing with what he said is that the individuals with the disability that he knows is they get out and they're a part of the community and they you know, use their disability as a wrench, like I said, or as a tool to get out. So, and I use my resources too, like I use in-home support services. So, here's another example of growth is that for myself, I decided at 24 I was going to move out. Well, I actually did it at 22 when I moved into the dorms at San Jose State University. And now... I live down the street from town, at least at university, because that journey made me realize that the downtown area was the right place for me and probably for most individuals with disabilities to be based on the fact that it was centrally located and public transit was available everywhere and stores and everything I needed was within a five minute roll. Um, so I, I stayed there and so that's that's an opportunity to go is I didn't necessarily finish college and just go back home, right? I moved into my own house. I had to wait a little bit, but I had a plan to always move into my own house with, of course, my parents' assistance because they helped me um, get the house. But, you know, so that's an, another example of my growth. And, um, I, I, you know, I, I think not stopping is a really important thing I do I do travel a lot you know travel with disability is difficult as anyone I discussed but I still do it I don't let those those the fear of traveling and those who tell me not to I don't let that stop me from doing it you know I've gone scuba diving I've done snow skiing I've I do a lot of things I've done a lot of things I'm thankful to my parents and my family that I can honestly say you guys that everything I've wanted to ever do I have done and I'm very very blessed and fortunate for that you know I try to get out as much as I can as much as people don't like malls I love malls because I'm out in the public that way and it's it makes me feel fortunate to when I go to a mall and I see a lot of people because I'm in the scene with them and I I'm in the action. So um, that was always a big thing for me was in high school every week I would go to the mall and to a sense you know, in this COVID-19 nature, I don't do that. But, you know, I continue that in a normal functioning society to this day. I usually go on uh, Tuesdays because that's kind of a down day. And I work 
in the area near Omaha on Tuesdays anyways. Like I said in episode 2, I believe. So, here's another example of how I kept growing. Is... High school, I was part of it, all the sports teams. I was the team manager for the football team, the basketball team, and the baseball team, and lacrosse as well. But what I did after that was I became a high school football and lacrosse coach because the coaches liked what I brought to the team in terms of positivity and messages and all those type of things. So they allowed me to be a coach. So I didn't give up on that dream or that process of the sports which I love so much once high school was over. I, I continued to pursue it for, you know, four years after that until I was 22 and college was my next, you know, university level college was my next journey. So I guess, you know, my overall message or my approach is what drives me towards my disability. It's just the ability to keep growing or like I said earlier, or like I say in the beginning of every podcast, keep the wheel spinning. I hope you enjoyed this episode, everyone. I wanted to take a minute to let you know that this will be the final episode for a while here. This will be the final episode of season one. I'm going to take a break for at least a couple weeks, tops, to focus on the branding and marketing of the podcast, make that Facebook page that I was telling you all about, and focus on other websites that we can get into for distribution, as well as develop some content. I also want to revisit how often the podcast should be aired, because I understand that once a week is hard to keep up, not only for you all, but for me to develop the content that fast. So once again, guys, remember, at the Moose Lodge, our wheels are always spinning, and our antlers are always open for more content. We'll see you soon, guys.